Episode 48 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast with me, Tom Bryan, and for the first time, Cameron Strachan. Welcome to the show, Cameron. Hello. So Cameron is not Kyle Gregg. Kyle Gregg is currently, uh, we assume, lying on his back, broken from his heroic actions at the 100k. But uh, but you can fill in his, uh, his seat tonight. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a try. So... Your listeners, don't don't be afraid, don't be sh- or don't be scared. Kyle is going to debrief his hundred k in due course, but he's taking a a well earned uh, a well earned break this week. What we've got though, we've got um, we're going to talk about the hundred k champs where Kyle ran. We're going to talk about the national road relays yesterday, which Cameron was running at. We've got Run Geary to talk about, and we've got Canvas Lang Harriers Club Night, um, and of course we've got part two of our interview with uh, Grant Sheldon. So plenty to go on, Cameron. You've been on the show before. That when was that? November. It was in November, yeah. So tell what? How are you getting on? What have you been up to since then? Uh, You've well, run for Scotland since then. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I've just uh, been running, pretty much running cross country races since I last spoke to you guys. Um, yeah, no, it's been it's went well. The winters went well. Uh, cross country's season lasted a lot longer than I thought it was going to. Just finished up there. Uh, Kind of at the start of March, and then yeah, road relays yesterday. So just marking the start of a uh, kind of spring summer road season, I guess. So yeah, no, all good. So we had national cross Falkirk. You're, a, you're a, a solid run. I thought a good one there, and then a solid run at um at Loughborough, at the uh, counties. Mm. Other way around? No, no, yeah. I thought uh, it was a good run at Falkirk. A good run at Falkirk, yeah, for sure. Um, not such a good run at inter counties, but um, yeah, good cross country season on the whole. So um, I will just uh. Yeah, we won't, won't talk too much about inter counties. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, great cross-country season um, in general. So yeah, yeah. delighted with it, yeah. Well, especially, and you obviously said uh, with cross-country, a trip over to Belfast. Yep, uh, home countries international uh, in Dundonald, yeah, just outside of Belfast. So uh, that was in middle of January. Nice. So uh, yeah, no, it was good. Very good. It's good. Unexpected, but uh, yeah. unexpected, but well deserved. So you were there with who else was there? Kenny Wilson, Kenny Ali Wilson, Hay. Ali Hay, and Callum McKenzie. That was nice. the um, senior men's team. Uh, but there was heaps of people there. There was, um, you know, obviously was, I think it was four senior men, four senior women. But there was also four under twenty three men, four under twenty three women, four under twenty men, four under twenty women, and then there was, you know, there were eight under seventeens as well. Okay. So yeah, it was a um, a big uh, a big crowd, and then all the other, I think everyone, all the other teams and everything seemed to all be staying in the same place. So yeah, it was okay. a very uh, running. Who's <laughs> <laughs> who? So yeah. you've got so cross country is done now. What's it's what's done. next now? The just, roads, I guess. Yeah, just uh, just get stuck in about some road races, hopefully. Nice. Um, road relays, which we'll touch on, was a nice way to start it off. But yeah, um, I think I'm going to run my first 10k round the houses, East Chance. Nice, very which nice. Is 14th of April. Um, I think that will be well. It's East Champs. It's yeah. Scottish student champs. So oh, it should okay. be a good field, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, a couple of 5k's after that. I think when I when you guys interviewed me, I said I wanted to run some five k's. Yeah, you did. This year. <laughs> yeah. So I'm running two in a week. So I'm going to run uh, Balmoral five k uh, at the end of April, and then it's Scottish champs. Scottish champs, which is at the very start of May. Um, yeah. 
That'd be good. So you've got so because I I on the grapevine SmackDown with Kenny Wilson at Balmoral. Well, yeah, but actually, (laughs) I don't know if I mentioned to you. There's there's talk of it being uh, yeah a pretty hot field actually. Really? Well, I heard yesterday that some of the central guys were making noises coming up for it. So whether I well we'll see we'll see. Nice. um, Yeah, it's it's looking like it could be um, uh, hopefully a decent a decent race. Yeah. Nice. It's the same weekend as. uh, London, London it is, yeah. So, uh, so actually, yeah. we're going to come on. We've got a rant on the on the subject of scheduling, which is getting <laughs> is getting out of hand. But um, we'll come back to that. So, yeah, so good. So you're shaping up well then. Are you pleased cool. to be back on the roads? Pleased to have the cross country behind you? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I, I didn't um, I didn't think I would. I haven't done I haven't done cross country for a long time um, prior to the end of last year. So I didn't uh, know how it was going to go. But as it turns out, I actually quite enjoyed it but yeah no I am I, I am happy to be back on back on the, back roads, on the roads yeah 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 nice very good well I've got um my week was good I've um I've got some more running in I was uh this is an OCD thing but I came in at 59.6 miles last week oh. so just short of the 60 miles but anyway it's it's more it's miles are back I did a hill session on Friday sorry Saturday which was good and did a, a long run up to 17 miles yesterday so Boston is I think Boston's on yeah. um, I need any listeners who can give me any advice on how to go into a marathon what to how to treat a marathon undercooked would be hugely appreciative because one I know Kyle Kyle is making noises about oh yeah you maybe you can and, and you're the same saying oh maybe you can run with Fiona for a bit I'm not going to hang <laughs> on to Fiona at all you can pace Fiona for like I don't know 10k or something that's that is a, <laughs> the problem is that's a real marriage test though to try to that sort of responsibility so I think a, a, a three hour Three hours is circling in at what I think I might go for, and then yeah. we'll see if I can. It'd be nice to negative split it and, and maybe get some high fives. Yeah, so. you can speak to Chris Richardson about negative splitting. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we need to get actually. What is funny is so listeners may be aware of Chris Richardson, who uh, through this podcast, but also in his own accolades, we talked about him. People are requesting that we get Chris on the show. Like there's been there's been requests that amongst the the Hall of Famers like uh, Adam Craig and Luke Trainer asking for Chris that the Chris Richardson is the one they want. Give, so the, give the people what they want. We've got two requests that are outstanding at the moment. Chris Richardson and Steph Dwell. <laughs> two names you will never hear in the same sentence again. Get get them all together. Yes. So uh, anyway, yeah. So I'll I'll speak to Chris about uh, a bit of um, a bit of negative split chat. So. <laughs> Yeah, so that's uh, that's my week. Um, but anyway, I think we should cut to the chase, which is what people want to hear about. Is um, let's, we're going to go straight into results. And this weekend, as our listeners well know, it was the British and Scottish hundred k champs in uh, in Perth, and it will be no surprise uh, to hear that K Babe has only gone and absolutely smashed it. He's walked away with a medal. So, what do you make of the results? Yeah, well. Um not that I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know a massive amount about <laughs> yeah. 100k road races, but yeah, I mean, British British champs, Scottish champs, so I mean, I think uh, Kyle's doing pretty well to come away with uh, with third place, and I do know a little bit, well, actually, probably from listening to Kyle, actually, I, I do know that for 100k on the roads, I think kind of seven hours is some sort of mm. holy grail or something, so um, yeah, 6.54, Yeah. so he's well under it. Well, you, the stat you dragged up was quite impressive, but is the all timing now? Well, yeah. I mean, if I'm just looking at Run Britain, but I think um, I think I, according to Run Britain, anyway, that 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 time that Kyle ran there on uh, yesterday ranks him the 18th quickest ever in Britain to run a hundred k on the roads. That is um, unbelievable, and I think that was fourth or fifth all time Scott. 
as well. Wow. Okay, um, I didn't realize that. So yeah, no, I think it's. Uh, I think I, I'm, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's very pleased. With I that. think he should be. And and it was. I think we talked about it last week. Well, we talked about it certainly over the weekend. That seven hours is the world champs qualifying time. So okay. he's so he's within that as well. So yeah. he's 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 uh, eligible for selection for that. And is there a world 100k champs every year? Uh, no, no, but there's one 2020. Okay. So you would think he's in the mix for that. Yeah, yeah. What's interesting about his run? So for those those who didn't track him, and he'll go through it himself next week. I'm not going to steal too much of his thunder, but he went. I mean, for Kyle ballsy run mate. He goes out. He leads it with Rob Turner through through the marathon distance he then leads solo through 50k yeah so over put, halfway it's yeah, over yeah, halfway yeah. so he's put himself out there I think it, again we'll hear from Kyle himself but it sounds it looks like he had a, a little bit of a wobble but then finished strong to, to hold off the hold off um, that third place and yeah 6.54 he's only he's less than less than three minutes behind Rob Turner who and fair play Rob we should mention that's a solid solid run and a PB for Rob Rob was seven hours and change last year at the British Champs where he won it and he's only going to run nine minute PB there, so really strong from Rob. And then we had um, Charles Harper from Mid Essex Casuals, which is one of the best <laughs> running club names I've ever come across. I'm not sure whether that's a running club. Or, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Charles, who spends his Saturdays long running and Sundays fighting, he's coming <laughs> at six forty four, and Charles was third for a long part of the uh, race. Yeah, but I and I think well, I think well third as yeah. well. I think he kind of just. Uh, let everyone go but yeah I mean that's uh, well that's amazing because he's won by oh, seven minutes <laughs> yeah, so he's obviously just came through really strong but so yeah it'll be, now be, oh, it'll be it'll be amazing to hear what Kyle thinks of actually what happened during the mm. race because imagine how much can change oh. in seven hours of well just less than seven hours of uh, of running, yeah. Imagine what must have been going through his head oh. when he's uh, when he's leading, and then he's yeah. Well, and then, anyway, and the thing is, though, to hold your head when it goes backwards as well, that yeah, must I be. I know, I know. I mean, I don't know. As I, we were tracking him, but then it got to the point where we had to warm up and stuff for the road relays. So we kind of, um, we kind of, you know, but it, you know, we, we we didn't track him for the last thirty k or whatever of the race. But yeah, it must be. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say about it. And I'm 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 quite keen to hear about his feeling as well because that was one thing that uh, he talked about and how I mean, maybe that affected his, his plan the other thing is there's a cracking photo in Scottish Athletics of is Kyle it? yeah like really? mid gel <laughs> so he yeah. did have high <laughs> gel yeah, yeah, yeah. He, had, he had definitely one gel <laughs> so he was and on his Morton he, gels for the first time and he was looking pretty I mean I'm, I'm guessing this photo was quite late in the day okay oh, fair um, play yeah and he was he had definitely had a, a, a eating gel in his hand so so eagle eyed listeners who have been on Kyle Strava will see that he's got something on his feet so Kyle, he, uh, I'm going to steal your thunder here, mate. I'm putting it out there. Kyle wore a pair of vapor flies there, and if you work out, if you take off, add on four percent to that for performance, it's over seven hours. Oh. So he's, I'm t- I refuse to take any put the argument, nonsense. Put the argument to bed. Exactly. Yeah, right there, yeah. So yeah. He's, I think he's actually going to highlight it himself in his, uh, in his, in his post. So I another yet another advert on TRS for for the Nike Vaporfly, <laughs> and I, I, we're, need, we're getting towards the position we need some commissioning on this. But um, I think uh, I think for that sort of distance, then yeah, you can see how that would help. But yeah, that is a pair of vapor flies. It is. I wonder what the boy. So well, this is not used. This is poor podcasting. But we've got a picture of the three of them: Kyle, Rob, and uh, the Charles winner, Harper, yeah. Charles Harper. Charles Harper. He's a big lad, isn't he? <laughs> he's absolutely. If you listen, Charles, you're 
that's a, 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 a tall boy but anyway he's um, definitely don't want to be coming across the mid-Essex <laughs> no exactly I don't know what he's wearing on his feet actually that's a pair of hookahs is it no I'm not sure I don't know what this is there Rob Turner's vapor flies yeah he is he talked about in the show didn't he yeah yeah so um, yeah anyway so we will we'll hear more from Kyle next week but it's a great result um, we're uh, the, we're all absolutely delighted for him that he's he's, Six, he's got that 640 per mile for it's 62 unbelievable. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Do you know what I love that? On his Strava, he's put shoes, Nike race flats, 70 <laughs> miles. So that must mean he had like, just a generic one, like, 8 miles on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well done, Kyle. It's an absolute stellar run. We look forward to hearing all the details of it next week. And well done to Rob, uh, who's obviously an interviewee. On the women's side, just to round out the results, and actually more of the Scottish performances, it was really good to see James Stewart, uh, 725. Dave Ward from HBT, he was 7.47, um, so solid runs from the Scots. And then the women's side, it was an absolute domination from the Scottish women. Yeah, um, yeah. Sophie Mullins, first place, uh, 8.03.39, 5 AC. Uh, Morgan Windrum, uh, second place, also 5 AC, 8.21.36. And uh, Joanna Murphy from Carnegie Harriers uh, third place 8.28.01 so Scottish 1-2-3 nice. which um, obviously means they will have won the, the team the prize, prize as well. yeah. uh, Fife I mean Fife's women are having an absolute amazing yeah. season all, so they, all distances they went, well, they went to the yeah. Eurocross team cross European team cr- yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. now they've got two one two at the British 100k champs they, <laughs> they'll win the no they won the national cross as well Fife, they did. Fife, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. so, and I mean, no disrespect to the Fife women, but Fife, and it's an inspiration to other clubs, Fife don't have a single international superstar. You don't look at their, their listing and say, oh, they've got a, a Mary McLennan, no, or, you know, no. but yet they've got such solid yeah, strength yeah, and depth. Yeah. Well, was it not the, na- the National Cross? Did they not win the National Cross because their seventh, their seventh person caught somebody on the line I, or something On the like line, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were, I think they were, I, the Metro first three were all in front of the yeah, five yeah. first counter yeah, yeah, and got beat. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so I mean, from the team perspective, on the men's side, it was England for the win. Uh, Scotland were second, and then Northern Ireland and Ulster in the in third. Um, on the women, as as uh, Cameron says, Scotland one were the first. Scotland two were second, and England one third. It looks like it's a two to count in the women's oh, race, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is weird. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, really, uh, really solid result there. It was also the 50k champs as well. Um, you've got the results here, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, I've got them, yeah. Uh, go. Yeah, go for So the winner, so that was Paolo Natale uh, of Achilles Club. Yeah. Uh, British guy. Um, so he was winning, the winner in 302. Second place, Kerry Liam Wilson, vet, Camus Lang in 313. And then Andrew White of Greenwich Glen Park Harriers in 314. I'll be honest, Kerry Liam Wilson's the only name that I really know there. Yeah, same. But, but I um, mean, that's a big win from yeah. Paolo Natale. That's 11, you know, 11 minutes or something like that. Yeah, almost 12 yeah. minutes. Yeah, that's... Uh, what, yeah. yeah, and it was at the same place. I think it was on the same loop. It was on the same loop. It started, I think the 50k started a couple of hours after the 100k so they would okay. presumably have been running round at same the same time. time which would be another that thing would, to speak to Kyle about yeah, that because would, you've presumably got 50k guys lapping going really quite quick aye because with, yeah. 50k so at 3 302 for 50k so that's that's well, probably 6 minute miling yeah. yeah yeah. so he would have lapped him yeah. um, okay baby he kept his head that's the main thing <laughs> 
and uh, he went in 50k women's results mm-hmm. uh, so first place Hannah Oldroyd mm-hmm. uh, Ribble Valley Harriers 328.07 uh, second place Beth Pascal of Belper Harriers uh, 335.19 and third place, Angela Howe, uh, Fife Athletic nice. Club, 401.31. There we go. And further demonstration, <laughs> Fife of the, the team to beat. So I think it's, you know, we'll come back to the rants, but I just want to highlight the fact that that is the 150k champs on the same time. British so, and Scottish. British and Scottish, yeah. exactly. So well done, everyone who went. Um, and I guess it's a probably, a, it's, we'll come back to it when we rant, but there's, there's probably a good reason for it. Moving on, but we'll stick on a, a Scottish national um, results. It was the road relays, and you're in a pretty good place to talk about that, considering you actually ran them, Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you want to start with the men's then? Yeah, so let's go we'll Go for the men's results. All right. Uh, yeah, so um, national six-stage road relays, three short legs, three long legs, alternating. Um, first place was uh, Campus Lang Harriers, um, second place Inverclyde AC, and third place Kostorfin AC um, so yeah pretty comfortable win from Canvas Land mm. to be honest with you they were um, I think a good minute minute and a half clear by the end I, I, yeah. I think um, two minutes but yeah but um, yeah just just a completely um, solid team throughout I think really uh, which is which is obviously what's done the trick but uh, yeah looking at looking at their guys and their individual legs yeah just uh yeah, I mean the cracking performance from them. I mean guys like on their long legs, guys like um, Ryan Thompson, Fraser Stewart, Kevin Harvey, all putting in solid times. You know, well up there on the kind of mm-hmm. you know the the, 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 the overall lists. Um, and then yeah, short legs. Uh, Drew Pollock, who's a who's an under twenty. Uh, Stuart Gibson, who's you know I think he's. Oh, I don't want to insult anyone here. V forty <laughs> possibly V. 35 I'm, I'm not 100% yeah. sure but at the other end of the scale from an under 20 I guess is, is what I'm trying to say and uh, yeah Gavin Smith another under 20 um, so yeah they've um, yeah they've, uh, they've they've dominated it to be honest with you um, but yeah no I mean in, in Inverclyde um, another uh, national medal for them and Kostorfin as well who I think won it last year um, yeah. so they've, they've got uh, go back onto the podium again but uh, yeah no g- great event not a, not a very nice day in Livingston to be honest with you but um yeah, it was it was good. It was um, you know a, a decent turnout, quite a good, uh, well supported event, I think. So it is the um, it is one of the most convoluted routes you'll ever run, though. Yeah, I mean, it's not uh, well. I mean, I can't really say much about the three, the short leg, the three mile leg, but the long leg, which is the leg I ran. Yeah, it's not it's it's not fast. I wouldn't have said. I no. mean, it's kind of lumpy. It's uh, under underpasses. You're kind of round bends. You're through car parks and building sites, and you're on a week and a trailer a bit towards yeah. the end. I mean, I, I people were kind of... It's the same for everyone. Yeah, people were saying they didn't really like the course and stuff. I actually quite liked it. I mean, it was it was reasonably interesting. But yeah, it's, I, wouldn't say it was, I wouldn't say it was that quick. It's um, it's difficult to kind of yeah. get a, a kind of rhythm going. And the first kind of first kind of half of it is kind of a wee bit um, a wee bit lumpy, like I say. But uh, but yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting one. I'm not quite sure how they came up with that, to be honest. But you know, I, I like the fact that it's it's not quite 5k and it's not quite 10k so yeah, the time is do you know what I mean at least people go into it not like oh I'm going to run a 10k yeah, 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 it yeah, makes yeah. it a real relay team event yeah I think the long legs about ha- must be a, a good half mile short of a 10k I think yeah, yeah. The, the short legs possibly about 5k I think yeah. it's, it's about bang on but but yeah I mean you know the, the course as well it's it's not really you know I don't think people are I think people are as you say just focusing on the kind of team element of it which is good yeah. rather than kind of getting caught up in uh, you know times and, and 
stuff like that. So in terms of to performances, then while we stay on the men's, Luke Trainer uh, rocked yeah. up and ran fastest so, leg of the day for Giffnick North, fourteen fifty nine. Yeah, he must be. Uh, he's on the, the first leg. First leg, yeah. So he's yeah, a mile. Yeah. He was. He must have been a fair yeah, half a minute and forty seconds okay. clear or something like that. Um, he must just be. You know, obviously he's got world cross next weekend so of course yeah just that's right an interesting way that. to warm up isn't it yeah just a few a few yeah, quick miles I think, yeah. but 1459 i think on that you know that's obviously oh, you know he can run a lot quicker over 5k but i mean yeah. that's, that's that's pretty good on, on 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 that on that loop anyway and when you look at the results yeah you mentioned a few the the, the impressive result great run from cal mckenzie yes that's yes, really quick really quick i mean he was uh anchoring christophin and i think he um he definitely made a couple of places. He got well. Let me have a look here. Well, if you look at it, right? What's interesting? So second place. So first place, Camus Lang were away with it. We said Inverclyde, two eighteen oh seven, and then you've got Kostorfin at two eighteen oh nine. Yeah, Callum came fifth. Uh, got it in fifth. Took it up to third, I think. Oof, so. And he was only two uh, seconds behind Andy Douglas in the end. According to these results, I, you mean, uh, yeah, 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 he was, yeah, that's right. They were, um, yeah, Shettle, no, that is right. He was uh, a few seconds behind, and yeah. he put, uh, and then yeah, Shettleston two eighteen fifteen. So he must have gone past. He went Lachlan past fairly late. Yes, he did actually. You're right. They came round the they came round the last corner, all kind of in a line. So um, yeah, no, yeah, it was it was a pretty exciting finish to be honest. That's a that's a really that's no, a hell of a run from him. Um, yeah. Good result from yourself as well. Was that fifth quickest of the day? Uh, yeah on the long leg yeah not bad um, yeah I mean I think you have to kind of take really leg splits with a little bit of a pinch of salt yeah agreed a lot of it depends on what leg you're on and whether you're running with people or whether you're running on your own or whatever but yeah no solid enough yeah no no complaints at all I had quite a interesting leg actually um, I was on the first long leg so I um, kind of came through you know a few people um, I folk to chase yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, solid enough. Yeah, ha- happy nice. enough with that. So. Well, I looked down the list. I mean, there's a there's the usual suspects in there. Central had a not their usual uh, strong team, but to be honest though, for all they dominate cross country, Central are not. You know, we don't see them winning the the road relays every year. They've medalled a couple of years ago. But I think not. they were second last year. Okay, and what were they yesterday? Fifth. Um, yeah. Yeah, fifth, fifth yesterday. But then I mean, they've got. Um, I mean, I think... Looks like we're missing a couple of... Um, oh, I've got them here. Big uh, I, oh, central, you mean? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. I think they had uh, maybe a couple of guys out, but, you know, hey, they're still... Um, you know, I've still got regular... Runners, um, yeah. Like some Mikey yeah. Wright, Lewis Miller, these boys always turning out. Yeah, I think Dale Colley was on the last leg for mm. them as well, yeah. Um, yeah, no, they were... Um, yeah, fifth. Um, but yeah, no, I think um, as I say, it was um, it was pretty well, pretty well turned out um, on the whole. Again, Fife did pretty well now. Well, I think they were just maybe one place ahead of. Uh, ahead yeah, of just us, in front of Metro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Fife. That's uh, yeah, some pretty. Yeah, that's that's good. And actually, for Metro, the key thing is by Metro not being by any B teams, which I was think is a good result. <laughs> well, top ten. I mean, yeah, I top ten. Is, yeah, nine is know, a great result. I think, I think Chris Richardson said today that's the best we've done since two thousand and two. So. It's not that I want to be completely biased, but you know, it's yeah. not a bad result. No, I think it's a good result uh, for us. And I think, uh, yes, yeah, I'm glad to see the, the event, event well supported. Team Aberdeen AC have had an absolute sh- nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> which will take great pri- get, uh, pleasure yeah. in, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, what about the women then? Uh, well, actually, do you want to do vets? Yeah, go for vets. Just actually, quickly, yeah. vets. So, yeah. um, men's uh, over, uh, over 40s. Uh, Canvas Lang also won that. Um, second was Edinburgh AC. Third was Kostorfin uh, AC. Um, and the male vet fifties uh, won by Cumbernauld AC. 
Uh, second place for Shettleston Harriers and another medal for Canvas Lang in third. That's it. Yeah. Um, right, so. Hell of an impressive. Yeah, I know. Um, women, do you want to do women's results? Yeah, I've got the women's results here. So, uh, so on the women's side, uh, let's take that. So it was a win for Central AC with, uh, that was uh, Rebecca Louise Craig, who's another 20. Jennifer Wetton, great to see her back in action again. Uh, Morag Miller and Fanny Gorecu all uh, all combining for a, a reasonably comfortable win by about a minute. Second place, Shettleson Harriers, which was Catherine Pennell, Avril Mason, who's a vet, Jennifer Martin and Fanula Ross. And in third place, the Harrys, uh, Zoe Flog, Holly Page, Constance Nankivell and Amy Franklin. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess Central is not a surprise, to be honest. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think... Um... Well, look at the, their team there. Um, obviously, Mordag Miller's been 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 running really well all season. Um, Jen Wetton, who I think's on the way back from possibly did, did she? Um, she had a baby. She last had a year, baby. Yeah. yeah, she did. And uh, yeah, and um, I'll be honest, I, I don't know much about Rebecca Craig, um, but in Fanny Garaco as well. Yeah, she's um, talent. Yeah, for sure. Do you know what's sure. interesting? When you look at the shortest, like the, the fastest time, so Morag put was a minute quicker than anyone. On yeah. the, on I mean, that just shows the seventeen oh four. That's uh to Rebecca Burns, and Rebecca Burns is a Scotland international in the past. Let's not forget. Yeah, yeah. So you know, seventeen oh four is seventeen oh four is quicker than a lot of the men. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> quicker than most of our men. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's quicker than Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, so that's quite so, uh, that's quite uh, telling. Yeah. Do you know? Is just out, an interest. Yeah, yeah we'll take that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, an interest. One interesting point is. Um, this is less to do with running, more just interesting. Jenny Selman, uh, Fife AC. Yeah. It's probably not running for Christophan. Yeah. Dougie's. Uh, I, I know, there must be a bit of. I don't know how. Yeah. Uh, don't know what the. Uh, Inter- what the inner household <laughs> chat, <laughs> chat is like. In the, yeah, maybe if, if the Selmans listen, maybe they can let us know. Yeah. But on the long <clears> legs, what was interesting? Elspeth Curran, quicker than Vanilla Ross. Now, Ross. I know, as you say, really legs, you can. Pinch of salt. I mean, it's only twenty seconds in it, but um, no, that's but still, a really strong result. Mills with Karen for sure. It's a good guide. I mean, <clears throat> definitely. And it's um, yeah, really I, strong. But again, she's been um, she's been running pretty well. Form, pretty good. But she did a good run the nas- national cross. Yeah, 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 she did. Yeah. Sure. And what what's in? Well, I guess what'll be interesting to see is we've got. We'll talk about it later on the show. But ten mile champs this weekend. Yeah. And uh, a few of these guys and girls will be lining up. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that all goes down. Um, yeah. Yeah. So on the women, then just to go on the, have you got the vets results. I've got the vets results. Yeah. Um, so uh, female f- uh, forty and over, uh, Edinburgh AC uh, were the winners there, followed by uh, Hunters Bog Trotters in second and Lynn Lithgow AC in third, um, and uh, women over fifties, Castorfin uh, AC for the win, um, Fife AC second and Edinburgh AC third. Right, so that having had such a successful day yesterday, the road release, Campbell Slang Harris, it's a good time to put on this week's club night. So this is a feature we started a few weeks ago. We spoke to Dundee Hawks. So this week we've been, uh, a couple of weeks ago actually, I spoke with Campbell Slang Harriers and um, yeah, spoke to Colin Feachin, who's their treasurer. So here we go. Here's a bit of an insight into the, uh, the workings of Campbell Slang Harriers. This week, I'm joined by Colin Feachin, who's the treasurer of Canvas Line Harriers. So, welcome to the show, Colin. Thanks, Tom. So, this week's club night, we're featuring Canvas Line Harriers. So, the first question, I before we go into the club's background, 
Camberslang Harriers, Ron Hill Camberslang, what's that all about in terms of the name? Yeah, I mean, the reason we were Camberslang Harriers, and the only reason we changed their name was because of sponsorship. Um, it wasn't a monetary amount, um, it was simply some um, clothes that they gave us at a, at a discount price. Uh, changed their name for probably about 20 years. And I must say, it was quite unanimous that we changed their name back to Camberslang um, only about two and a half years ago. Because um, um, it was quite confusing when people called this on Hill, people called this <laughs> Camberslang. Um, so yeah, back to a rightful name and we intended to stay that way for the foreseeing future. Very good. Actually, that, I, that's good you'd say that because I didn't realise that you were now back to just Camberslang Harris, which I do, I do prefer. So... So, so in terms of uh, the Campbell's Line Harriers then, so what, tell us a little bit about the history of the club. Well, Tom, um, Campbell's Line Harriers is 71 years old and we believe we are one of the leading male road and cross-country clubs in Scotland. And we have been for over te- uh, four decades since we made our national breakthrough in the mid-80s. We were formed shortly after the Second World War in 1948 as a spin-off from Cambridge YMCA, which had a Harrier section. It is strongly suspected that the split came about because one of the written aims of the YMCA was, quote, to encourage the membership to lead a life of abstinence and sobriety. <laughs> uh, not many of our present members would pass that test today, <laughs> allegedly. Right. Um, the first three decades weren't as fruitful as the next four, although a certain 20-year-old Colin Donnelly became the youngest ever winner of the Ben Nevis Hill Race in 1979. Okay. The 80s was really when our club emerged and we became the dominant cross-country club in Scotland. Um, club embodied great team spirit and still does, and the team events brought out the best in us. As well as winning the cross-country relays and six-stage road relays, we won the senior cross-country team title eight years in a row from 1988 to 1995. And that's a record that was only beaten this year by Central AC. That's incredible. We have won every male age group team title at the Scottish Cross-Country Champs from under-13s, 15, 17 junior men, um, and the female section is now making traction. We also have also represented Scotland at the Europe, the sort of highly contested European Club Cross Country Championships on a number of occasions. Okay. And our best ever finish was club in 1991. And also to note, might be interesting to yourself, a certain Mike Johnson took <laughs> his first coaching course as a club member. In 1989. Is that right? Wow. And you may well know that he went on to be Scottish Athletics Endurance Coach. Absolutely. So as well as Mike, there were other names such as Robert Anderson, David Cooney and others. They became the heartbeat of the club. And they're all they're still present members and continue to play a, a big part in their club success today. That's an incredible, incredible sort of history and such a successful background. I mean, you know, certainly even in the ten years I've been running, Campbell Slang Harris are constantly at the forefront. And what's always struck me is, 
is how successful you are throughout the age ranks. So we see your juniors doing well, we see your seniors doing well, the vets team is strong, your masters team. I mean, what do you put that down to? Well, I think four, four names I've just mentioned, or three names I've just mentioned, this part of it. Um, we've, also, we've always had a great team spirit. It's actually quite unusual that you find that, for example, in the Scottish Cross Country Championships, that we have anyone in the first five, even the first ten. But we do target the, the national and the district events. Um, we do try to get all our, our teams out on those days. We get them, you know, give them plenty of notice. Cancel bar mitzvahs, first communions, <laughs> christenings, you know, birthdays with the wife, etc. Put it off a day. These are the, we try and get the teams out. And we do have a great team spirit. And basically, there's no prima donnas. Um, that soon gets kicked out of you if you join the club. And if you're good enough, you're in the team. And if you're not good enough, you just need to train harder. Do work harder. And that ethos has been consistent throughout all the decades. And um, again, I think that you know some clubs come; they maybe come for a few years, maybe come for a decade or so. And uh, really, the fact that we've managed to do it, you know, decade upon decade, uh, is testimony to the likes of David Cooney, Robert Anderson, Robert still out champing doors, still out, out at part runs, sort of recruiting unattached members. Mike Johnson is still coaching, and um, though nowadays Mike's beginning to look at coaching the coaches, ah. as he's getting on a little bit more in years, and it's that continuity that we strive for. Um, we train hard, we race hard, we play hard, <laughs> and we enjoy ourselves. And that's uh, yeah. I mean, you can you can clearly see that. You know, when I read articles about you know, the, particularly your website, which is actually really well updated and it's you know good good news stories it talks you know when i'm even reading the national championship article on on your site there's lots of phrases like team packing and races and um you know uh, guys running together you know it shows a, a real team spirit and camaraderie which is strong so in, in terms of your so how the club trains through the week uh, and how you're set up in terms in terms of your different age groups how how's the how is that club training set up looking like at the moment yeah, well, I mean, one of the surprising things, and we tell people that we have never actually ever had a particularly high membership number, but where we lack in quantity, we tend to exceed in quality. Our present membership is only around 140 active members. It's about 100 male, 40 female, and that's what was about 95 senior and 55 masters. Compared to some other clubs, wow. you know, it's, it's only about a quarter of the size, even. Yeah. Um, so... We, our base is at Cambus Lang Rugby and Sports Club, and that's somewhere between Cambus Lang and Burnside. Okay. And we check the roads around there, um, including the Caskin Braes and the River Clyde walkway during the summer. We don't have a track, and that's always been the bane of our life. And we're still trying to get one, <laughs> and no success so far. So we train at John Wright Sports Centre, uh, East Cobride on a Monday, um, and our own club nights is a Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesdays is usually a hard run night. Um, Thursdays is either hills or out and back runs. Okay. And, and then Saturdays, or Saturday mornings, um, and people are not racing, uh, we either organise our own cross-country rep sessions or um, we maybe attend Glasgow Athletic sessions along with other club athletes. Mm-hmm. And we also, again, to enhance team spirit, we also organise a training weekend once a year 
Okay. And the club tries to subsidise that to some degree. Just get our club members together, bit of training, bit of fun, maybe a bit of talk, maybe get one of our more experienced more a bit of a pep talk and things have done right, things have done wrong. Just so mm, cool. That's uh, that's something I think more clubs can should maybe learn from. And in ter- in terms of those tr- those training nights, you've got I guess you've got all your juniors are out, your seniors are out, your vets are out, coaches are there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we do split our young athletes out. Um, and again, that's um, you can never get enough club coaches, and we're always striving to sort of get more and and, and club administrators as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we try. Um, we do, we, we, coaches do get together once a month, have a coaches meeting to start to plan the way ahead. Um, I'm not too close to that, to be honest. Okay. Um, but um, it's good to see that our ladies section is now beginning to emerge. We've now won some um, district, really, and vets titles as well. And as you'll know, Moira Stewart, um, Eddie Stewart, who runs for us, his daughter now comes over and runs for us occasionally at the National Cross Country. Uh, interesting enough, although she was second this year to Steph 12, that wasn't her first Scottish medal. Um, a few years earlier, she was part of the under-20 women ladies team that gained silver medals. Ah, wow, okay. So she's got yeah. a bit of a background. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, she was a, she was a surprise to us. I'd heard on, I had heard on the grapevine through the week that she was going to run, but that was uh, it was it was it was great to see her and a new face, a newish face if you like on the on the podium. So uh, yeah, I mean we we as a club we we it's not unusual for us to be be under the radar, Tom, and we quite like it that way. We don't mind. We we like to do our talking at the race. Yeah, and I know I know our vets are uh, are always very jealous of the success you guys have had, particularly at the road relays at Livingston over recent years. Yeah. So in terms of the um, the club, what races do you organise, if any? So, yeah, we don't organise as many now as we used to. We used to organise a hill race, this Caskin Hill race, um, that was last decade. And we also used to organise an annual cross-country race, but the land was sold for housing. So <laughs> nowadays we organise an annual, an annual local secondary schools cross-country races in February. And that's run around the grounds of the Rugby and Sports Club. And again, we look to see if we can maybe encourage anyone from the schools to join the club. So that, that's a good avenue for us. But we also organise our own uh, 10k road race um, and 3k road race. And that's called Down by the River Races. And this year, I think it's the 15th running of, of the race. And it's run on Sunday the 19th of May. It's okay. been a sellout for the last two years. Um, it's a certified 10k course, very fast and very flat. So, fingers crossed for this year that uh, once again we're going to have a sellout in May. That's interesting. I've seen those on the on the um, on the, the race fixture actually before. They always look uh, quite interesting races. That's uh, that's that's great. So, I mean, the the last thing I really want to to speak about was if someone um, any someone's looking to join Canvas Lang, how would they how would they go about doing so? Yeah, I mean, basically we have one contact for the males, one contact for the females, um, and uh, that's on our website. Um, however, they could leave a message on Facebook, leave a message on Twitter. If you get an inkling that anyone wants to join the club, then we'll get someone to call them back. But then, obviously, arrange for them to come up, try to find out at what level they're at. It's very important that, you know, 
we don't uh, run them too hard the first evening. People <laughs> think they're fit, but you know when they get into a group, they maybe find they're not quite as fit as they thought they are. <laughs> yes. And uh, that's something perhaps in the past. You know, it's sink or swim, and sometimes some of people have come up to the club have, have sunk. So nowadays it's a bit more structured. We like to um, ease them into the club. And uh, yeah, our numbers are slowly but surely increasing. Yeah, but that's uh, that's that's good. I mean, obviously, I was actually quite surprised at the the uh, your membership number. But I guess with that, you know, yet you still managed to put in big teams. I mean, even on the men's side this year at the national, the guys in the in the in your first six were strong. But even your second six is you know is still really strong. It's a it's a real strength and depth there for 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 a relatively small membership. Yeah, I mean, almost all of our members. Um are active members. Um, apart from the ladies' side, we do have a number of ladies that come up um, and don't, don't run any races, don't even do part runs, but they just come up to the club to keep fit and there's a, a nice, good wee group and they're, they're mm-hmm. as much club members as anyone else. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, I think some people have perhaps been put off because they think they're, they're, they're too elitist, you know, and that they're, they're not good enough to join us, but um, I think since the onset of the part runs, we've now got a better spread of runners okay. from, the, from the top level all the way down, you know, to, to someone who just enjoys doing the part runs most weeks. Okay, that's good. There's a place for everyone at the club and in most clubs. Yeah, absolutely. So before I let you go, then, Colin, um, tell us something interesting or uh, about the about Canvas Line Harriers. Well, as I mentioned, two things, Tom. First thing is that. Um, the ATMA's trophy, that, that is awarded, has been awarded the last 31 years for the most successful male team across all these groups in the National Fourth Country Championships. Mm-hmm. And only six clubs have managed to, to win that trophy in the last 31 years. And so I'm proud to say that Cameron Lang have won it 23 times out of those 31 oh, years. Wow. So, yeah, and the next closest club is Central AC um, with three victories, Kobarkin with two. Fife AC we won, Aberdeen AAC won, and the now defunct Edinburgh Southern won it once. Wow. So again, that, that's a, again testimony as to how we, we're always looking to to bring up the next the next level of, of youngsters into the club. Um, and that's a test. So I think those results are a testament to the to the coaches and to our administrators that have been at the club over sort of many, many years. That's, that's incredible. And the thing I was just going to mention to you um, is that in terms of one of our classic sessions, um, well, we've had a classic session at the club which is called the Hamden Road Run and it's been ga- going on since the 70s and <laughs> we still run it today. Basically, it's usually run on a Tuesday night and it's a nine balls out, eight mile run <laughs> from the club running close to Hamden Park, hence why it's called the Hamden Run before returning through Rallagon and Cambridge line. And it's been the making and breaking of many an athlete, let <laughs> me tell you, and it's broken me many a time. <laughs> um, and in the 70s and 80s, the runners, the runners stopped for nothing. And I've seen runners scrambling over car bonnets, drivers being <laughs> pinned at their doors as they seek to confront a runner. The cars stopped for the herd of runners. Nowadays, we stop for the cars, of course, quite rightly so. Um, and one of our... Uh, Great athletes in the 70s and 80s, our club captain was Alec Gilmer, who represented Scotland at the World Cross Country Championships. And Alex was a gutsy, a beast of a runner, a great guy. However, everyone in the dressing room used to look 
towards Alec just before we set off at the Hamden run. And as Alec took out his false teeth just before we left, <laughs> we knew we were in for a very, very tough night. Excellent. So that typifies, you know, what we on the cameras like Harry, a couple of the stories, there's plenty more which uh, I wouldn't bore you with tonight. I love it. I love that. That's a that is a real club a club type run, an eyeballs out run, uh, run a certain route. That's fantastic. Um, that's in, that's interesting athlete that Calvin. Then any other sort of famous your sort of hall of famers at Camus Lang? Well, there's there's quite a few, you know, I'll probably miss out quite a, quite a lot as well. I mean, um, we have the likes of as mentioned Colin Donnelly, who's still running today and still winning hill races. Um, we've got. Charlie Thompson, who I think has 10 or 11 uh, team uh, national cross-country titles. Wow. Um, and again, his son, Ryan Thompson, is now running with the club and oh, is now yes. making inroads and uh, still to fulfil his potential. is doing very, very well. So, you know, we have, we're now getting the second generation of runners, certainly in my lifetime, coming through the club. Um you know, we've had people represent the club at uh, certainly Commonwealth Games, um, not quite Olympics yet, although we believe Gordon Renner should have represented the club at 1980 Olympics, but uh, the British selectors unfortunately picked someone else, although Gordon had the fastest steeplechase time in Britain that year. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, the club is full of characters. Um, and that, I'm sure every club's the same, and that's the way it should be. Absolutely, but that's that's the best thing about running in Scotland for me is the clubs, and it sounds like Campbell Slang Harris is certainly is yeah is, is as a I mean such a traditional club full of characters as you say. There's a lot of good things coming out of it, so excellent. So, well, Colin, thank you so much for your time tonight. Um, we're so pleased to get Campbell Slang Harris on on club night. It's a really uh, it's a club we all know, we all see out there, and um, yeah, we well, I can say from my perspective, we all strive to beat. So. Um, yeah, it's great. No, not at all. Thank you very much. Um, appreciate uh, the invite to come on and uh, certainly wish Tan Running Shorts all the best. Uh, continued success in the future. Tom. Fantastic. Thanks, Colin. We'll speak to you soon and uh, if I, I'll hopefully catch up with a race sometime. Will do. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Colin. Bye. 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 Thanks, Colin, for joining us. That was great. Really good to get insight into Camus Lang. And do you know what strikes me is the, is the membership there. I mean, there are their membership is about a third of Metro Aberdeen. And you look at the six, and I only use us as an example because it's a yeah, company yeah, of. Got the numbers, yeah. And it just shows that they are doing it right. And, you know, there's a, a fine balance between inclusivity and and getting a success at these uh, these things. You know, if you, if you focus on just growing the size of your club, I think it can be at the detriment of quality. Whereas clearly these guys have got a proper training setup, proper coaching setup that, you know, yields yields results across the age groups as yeah, well. Yeah, as a way to say it, all the way through, yeah, because they're, you know, cleaning up with vets medals and... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I know, they're doing very well. There's a thing, I think there's also a piece about a fair play, they clearly target these races and, you know, good on them. Yeah, which I think is something that, um, I think is something that uh, a lot of clubs maybe don't do. Yeah. Um, I think it's difficult. But it should. Maybe should, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, um, to be honest with you, and I mean, I, I kind of, I get it, you know, people have... Um, you know their own targets and all that sort of stuff but yeah I think um, to, to really do well in these races you need to you know you do need to target them you need to you know you need to just say right you know this is cross country season you know we're going to get all our guys out we're going to you know we're going to you know put strong teams in all the cross country races um, road relays all that sort of stuff and I guess you know the canvas line guys 
you know, from well seeing their their team yesterday, they've obviously all just decided, right, this is it. Let's go for it. I know they're going to um, the the English twelve stage. Are they next week? Interesting. Yeah. And I think um, I think maybe Central are going as well. Nice. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Castorfin were going. Um, but yeah, Canvas Lang are definitely Canvas Lang and Central are both definitely going. But you know, twelve um, twelve is a, is that's you know yeah, we would yeah. we're a big club, right? And I think we would struggle to pull together twelve guys. Oh, to go we, down. no chance. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> no, well, we could we could get twelve guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, what you want is twelve solid guys. Too solid to compare, um, or at least you know. To be honest, be embarrassed. You, we, yeah, we we but we we. In in the not too distant past, I've probably struggled to get six. Yeah, we have. Never yeah. mind twelve, but what? I mean, ca- but Canvas Lang probably have. Yeah, you know, look at the Canvas Lang B team. Well, they were just they were just Canvas Lang B team from yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Eleventh uh, place in, yeah. in in the whole thing, right? And in thirteenth place was their was their vet forty the team. team. So yeah. um, you know they're they're not going to struggle to get to yeah. get twelve solid guys out, are they? That's uh yeah that's that's really impressive. Right, so uh, moving north, uh, up a bit more locally to here, it was also uh, a race festival. We've been, uh, we were sad we couldn't run it. So we've been uh, very supportive of this year. It's Run Geary, which is uh, a festival of five k, a ten k, and a half. Now, in the past, we've we've have slated races that have too many races, but to be fair, Run Geary seemed to have seemed to, seem to fill the field. So, um, so yeah, have you got the the five k? Five k, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, 5k results right so on the men's side uh, race was won by uh, a Jordan Chapman uh, in 1657 um, second place Matthew Douglas 1738 um, and third place Matthew Daly in uh, 1741 um, on the women's side uh, winner was Jenny Bannerman 1701 which was actually also good enough for second outright <laughs> yeah um, second woman Emma Watt 1901 um, and third place Carly McNeil 1908 nice that's uh, Run Geary is the scene where Nicola Gold famously beat Kyle yes. and she was first overall and, and I think that's still Nicola's PB is it oh, and of course yeah. I, I, think, I don't think she was um, I mean Nicola would have to tell you but I, I'm not sure whether she was really like targeting 10k's at that point okay. I think she was maybe just in good shape yeah. ran a 10k smashed it destroyed four. Kyle <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, nice, and I, well, so it almost happened on the five k there. I mean, Jenny, I've seen a photo that uh, our dad Charlie put up, and uh, yeah, she's only four seconds behind the boy yeah, who wins it, John Chapman. Be, uh, kind of sprint finish, you imagine yeah. he must have been absolutely yeah. pegging it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But, and a good run, a good run from Jenny. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah. She, we know Jenny is quicker than that, but yeah, uh, yeah seventeen. Again, I'm, I'm not solid. sure. I don't think the Giddy's maybe just not the quickest no. um, setup. But yeah, no, yeah, solid run, yeah. So we moved on to 10k. The 10k was on the men's side was won by Richard Strachan in 3433. Uh second place was James Kirk, uh Geary Roadrunners. He was 3523 and in third place Lee Platt, uh club name Lee. <laughs> I guess that's created his own club there. 3531. <laughs> so in first place in the women's it was uh, of course it was Nicola Gold, uh 3853. Really good to see Nicola uh racing again. It's we know Nicola has and, and can and will go fast than that but sold enough second place Kelly Williamson in 39.33 third place Emma Murray in 39.43 so yeah decent yeah good to see Nicola then yeah it is I, I, you know hopefully Nicola in the Metrovest in a Metrovest yeah. indeed yeah and you know Nicola's had such bad injury issues I hope she can touch wood get a string a bit of train together and get into get get back racing uh, regularly again yeah 
Um, the half. We had a big name at the half. We did have a big name at the half. Um, so, the half marathon on the men's side again. Uh, winner, Commonwealth bronze medalist, Robbie Simpson, um, 72.40. Uh, I think Robbie was um, doing some sort of training run. I, I think, uh, obviously... He can run considerably quicker. But anyway, yes. Uh, so, first place, Robbie. Um, second place, uh, Tom Roach in 76.14. So, he's backing mm-hmm. up a pretty good run in Inverness a couple of weeks ago as well. Um, and third place, a name I don't know, actually. Uh, David Barkley, mm. um, 79.52. Uh, nice. And on the women's side, uh, so, women's winner was... Uh, Veronique Oldham who I think is Aberdeen AAC uh, yeah, she's so. also a V50 as well um, so she won in uh, 129.26 nice. uh, second place also a vet uh, Lindsay Hay 129.48 and uh, third place Rebecca Young 133.18 nice I tell you what when you look at okay Robbie we know Robbie was doing a 24 mile run so let's take his run out of the equation I know it was a tough day but Tom Roach right so Tom if you listen Tom uh, apologies for my uh, me making guesswork here, but Tom runs seventy two minutes. We saw him do that in Venice. In Venice, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, that is a marathon pace run. You think so? One sixteen fourteen. Yeah. Two thirty two. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's yeah. what I think it is to be honest. Because yeah. Tom has done, and again, I hope you can correct this, Tom. Tom did uh, Inverness. Kinloss and this that's three halves in a marathon cycle that's quite a yeah maybe I, maybe, I mean I know he or he just likes racing I guess and is, but he, is he racing London he is yeah, yeah okay. which would be very interesting yeah. big north east contingent going down so anyway well done Tom you're racing really well which is good and that does look to be quite a, a controlled run there um, and Fat Simpson I mean yeah to do just to casually knock out 72 minutes as part of a 24 mile run that's pretty uh, that's yeah, pretty sweet that's, uh... and that's and that and do you know what the scary thing is that's not even his marathon pace no, no, it's, it's <laughs> nowhere near. So yeah, well done everyone at Geary. Um, there's a lot of junior races as well, which is good to see. What else have we got? One more set of results. North District Hill champs. Um, now, Cameron has proven himself here. The results are nowhere to be seen, but Cameron has arrived with a handwritten sheet of results, which is beyond what Kyle and I usually pull together. So, yeah, it's completely so take it I'm away. Just, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, um, so North District Hill Running Champs uh, at the Keochmore Hill Race. You can maybe correct me if that's not right, but up near Dingwall somewhere. Um, so on the female side, we'll start with this time. It was a Highland Hill Runners 1-2-3, I believe. Um, Katrina Morrison taking the win. Caroline Marwick in second place. And Philippa Gillett in third. Um on the men's side, uh, won by John Yells of uh, Lochaber. Uh, second place, Robbie Patterson, also Highland Hill Runners. Um, and third place, Stuart Crutchfield of uh, Lochaber. A uh, couple of vet results. Um, V40 male was uh, Jack Trevelin. Uh, and V50 male, Fraser McIntosh. Um, and yeah, the results were difficult to find. <laughs> the results I found also have Katrina Morrison, who obviously was the outright winner, down as being the vet 40 female nice. winner as well. But whether she will receive both prizes or not, I, I don't know. But uh, right. yeah, that's it for the for the North Coast Hurling Champs. And I think that means that Kyle has... Uh, he picks the inter-counties or something like that, was he saying? That's right, yeah, he and is so, the... Uh, there you go, Kyle, that's your results. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise you me. You won't find them anywhere else, <laughs> yeah. so I'll leave this bit of paper here. 
So, a plea to race organisers: get your results sorted out. Come on, by Monday, by a Monday evening, think of TRS. Think of think of the the. the I'm I'm pretty result. sure that there's junior. There was junior North District junior results from the same race, but I couldn't find them anywhere. I'm pretty uh, sure right, that okay. um, because I, I think I know that there was some North junior guys running. Okay, um, but yeah, sorry. But um, you know what it's like though. You've done it. We're all we all all club runners will probably like this. You've done a race on the Saturday Sunday. Monday morning at work. Let's be honest. You're on power ten, waiting to see if you're if it's on or yeah. if your run rate handicap has changed. Yeah, 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 that is standard uh, <laughs> club runner fare. So, although I guess if you're a hill runner, maybe you're less inclined, which is why the results are so slow to come out. Um, so yeah, that is pretty. That runs out the results then. Um, before we go into news, we're just gonna we've got the second part of our interview with Grant Sheldon, who was on last week. So yeah, really interested to hear Grant and his uh his this uh, his balance of his, his triathlon is running and of course grant former scottish 10k champion a real talent at running so um here we go hope you enjoy what would you say you know what is there a couple of key movements that you do when you're you know when you're when you're training and um, strength conditioning wise you know sort of thing, things that you would you would definitely do okay we had a wee bit of technical issues there so we're back again grant um so i just think what we were chatting about was um the some of the exercises um that you would do when you're in the gym so what what specifically what specific movements do you think you would be looking to do yeah so um yeah in the gym twice a week uh and that's kind of kind of all 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 body exercises so um we kind of Lower body would do some some squats, back squat, front squat, deadlift, um, and then as we kind of so maybe do that a bit more in the winter, and then as we kind of progress into the season, bring a little bit more explosive movements into that. So yeah, like, um, kind of more of the Olympic Olympic weightlifting movements, so like a hand clean and. Uh, things like that to get a little bit of um, uh, spring in the step and stuff yeah um, okay. and then yeah for like swimming and we'll, we'll do like pull-ups and different kind of uh, exercise with dumbbells and stuff so okay. yeah you know, whole body workout really. quite a range then yeah yeah so what about like what I find very challenging is if you're doing you know a lot of weights and I mean I know yeah. you, you say you're not doing heavy heavy but do you find it impedes your training, or do you find that you're not as sharp when it comes to doing a session, or how do you how do you fit that? Definitely in? not as sharp. Yeah. Um, like if you do a a weight session on Friday and then you've got a hard run session on the Saturday, and um, your legs definitely feel a bit a bit heavy. A bit wobbly but, when you're going round the lock, eh? <laughs> yeah, a bit wobbly. But uh, I don't know. My my kind of thinking is like. You're training. It's not meant to feel good. Um, feeling good for like race day. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it really impedes the kind of what you're able to get out of that session. Okay. Like, although your legs feel like like rubbish. Um, yeah, I think you're still able to do the session, although it doesn't necessarily feel as good. And yeah. you're getting that kind of further adaption from 
beer in the gym the day before. Yeah, okay. And what about the sessions then you're doing? So you're, you know, predominantly you're, you're ranging, you're doing some short 1500s to, to 10Ks. Um, are the running sessions specific to those paces or do you do you um, go out for long, long runs or is it kind of shorter, faster? Yeah, so I tend to do uh, three run sessions a week, yeah. um, like interval sessions. Um, and that's kind of mixed up between track, grass and, and road. Um, so we tend to do, Tuesday tends to be like, longer intervals um, on, the, on the track so anywhere between kind of 6 and 8k worth of volume yeah. uh, run kind of faster than, than triathlon race pace okay. um, and then we'll do uh, Thursdays a bit of a shorter session uh, and that can be anything from if I'm a bit tired, it might just be uh, like, I don't know, 12 to 15, 200s. Okay. Uh, just kind of cruise on the track or, uh, or if we're kind of looking to develop a bit of speed, we'll do it on Thursday as well. And we'll do one of, one of my kind of favourite sessions we did, we did last year was uh, 2200s. Oh, yeah. Um, 2200s. Running thirty, the thirty rest, and uh, for me with not much speed, that was uh, that was really quite tough. <laughs> it doesn't um, sound too bad. You know, Twenty two hundreds, thirty seconds of work, but when you add them up and you you're not just going by a, a normal pace, it's a, a fairly decent pace you're running at. It, it certainly yeah, accumulates. Yeah, so uh, that sounds. And then yeah, Saturday's kind of more kind of kind of like a cross country session, I guess, on the grass and. Uh, developing the strength a little bit, still running kind of at race pace or track on race pace, and sometimes a little bit above. But yeah, kind of for longer, longer durations. Yeah. So the burning question for me, Grant, is you know from a running yeah. perspective, are you ever going to up the distance to half marathons, marathons at any point? Do you think? I want to. Oh, want nice. To. I like it. Um. <laughs> yeah, I've got. I want to get some quick. Uh, 5k, 10k's. Yeah. Uh, like I always feel super fit in the summer, like in the middle of my triathlon season. And I'm like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what I could run. I wonder what I could run. And it's hard to kind of get a get a race that kind of fits with the triathlon calendar. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of the summer. It must and be. At super- the same time, it's a good a good quality to kind of drag you around. Yeah. Um. It must be but, so difficult, you know, when you've, you, I think, you know, your triathlon season ends and you probably, the last thing you want to do is to to keep running, you know, you probably need need a break as well just to yeah, reset yourself. And, yeah. 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 Like, I'll, I'll always take a bit of a break after the triathlon season. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've been wanting to do Leeds 10K for, like, a few years, but it ends up, it, it just crops up as soon as I'm kind of had a little bit of a break and... I tend not to be too fit, so I can't yeah, yeah. A good, a good one's uh, the Ribble Valley one later on in the year. Um, yeah, that's, that's around Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, and you know, going by your 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 four mile time, then it'd have been a perfect opportunity to to nip under that thirty mark. I'm sure. Yeah, I know. I still not yeah. done. I, I, I mean, I, I think from from your times, there's no reason why you can't can't be looking at that as a 
as an ego. I'm sure you've got your own other egos as well, but uh, I think that's yeah. definitely within your sights, you know. Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got, I think every runner does. You have the kind of times in your head that you think you can do, but you kind of, you keep them quiet until you, until that, you That's it, it yeah. Well, well, <laughs> so I'm, I'm saying it on your behalf anyway, and I'm sure, you know, yeah. so it might not even be that, but it might, I'm, I'm sure it would be even faster, you know, so, so talking about, Things that that obviously are enhancing your your training um in your yeah. well your performance. What about your sort of your, your nutrition in terms of when you're how you eat and and when you eat. Um, so what, yeah. what's that like? Yeah, so uh, a few years ago, I kind of adopted a, a plant based kind of diet. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, no kind of animal products, no. No milk, no eggs, um, and at the time that was after doing a bit of reading, uh, quite a bit of reading, um, and just looking for a bit of an edge. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and from what I read, it it seemed to 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 offer that. So I thought I'd give it a shot. Um, did it for about a month and felt absolutely amazing. Okay. Um, and I've kind of I've never went back. Uh, like a few a few of the things for me was my weight stabilised so much. Like generally, if I was maybe not training a bit in the winter, I'd go up like three four kilos and then kind of would come back down for races. But since since doing this diet, my weight's been pretty much race weight all okay. year round. Yeah, which is handy. Yeah. Um, do you feel you know you, you say you feel amazing so obviously from the the weight wise it's, it's sort of stabilized what about your sort of energy levels are you are you finding yeah you're more energetic or how is that i definitely like i so i switched about three years ago and um, and that's kind of when i noticed the big difference like so i yeah my my energy was was way up but i just felt a little bit more vibrant, a bit happier. Yeah. Um, just, just lighter. Um, just healthier, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I was eating a lot more kind of fruit and veg as well, um, which is everybody knows is healthy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I think so from, for me, it's, it's hard to like, yeah, it's hard to notice the difference now because I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think the thing for me is you know I'm what i find with you know or my perception i mean i haven't read a huge amount up up on it but yeah i, I for i would be i would be like how do you get the calories in in terms of your training do you find that's the challenge or is it easy enough know. to find the, no, all that calories or what, what's that like yeah i mean you definitely have to eat more <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. I there's nothing wrong with that eh? <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that um because it's a bigger volume uh, because obviously plant foods tend to be less calorie dense than than animal products. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with that, you get so much more uh, vit- vitamins and minerals and and fiber and and all this good stuff. And yeah. so I, I've never had a problem. I've never had a problem. I think you eat eat when you're hungry. Don't eat if you're not hungry. Um, um, yeah, yeah, tend to be fine, really. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's really good to hear. You know the 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 
things that work well. I mean, people will say, I'm going to go on this diet and they're on it yeah. and say, they're, oh, it's going really well. And they've only been doing it for like two or three months. And whereas yeah. you've been doing it for a long period of time and, you know, you, 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 you believe in it and it's working for you. So yeah. if it's, yeah. if, you know, why change it if it's working for you and you're feeling better for it? So no, that's uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. about, um, yeah, when you're, again, I'm going to kind of segue back into to longer distances. Now, oh, yeah. with, uh, with some of the long distances, Obviously, there's um, yeah. I mean, you like half Ironmans and and Ironmans. Do you ever do you ever feel like you're gonna up, you know, go 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 longer uh, in that respect? I want I want to at some point. I think I'd be able to. I'd be able to run a really good half or a really good marathon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think I've got that in me. Uh, I'm unsure about like the. Particularly the bike portion in the Ironman. Okay. Because it's usually because, the, the, the longest uh, discipline, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. But I think the type of athletes that tend to do well in Ironman are quite big guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like they tend to to weigh like 80, 80 kilos. Okay. Um, and me, I'm like sub sixty kilos. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you imagine like. Basic physics, um, momentum's like uh, with with that added mass. Yeah, uh, it's a lot easier to kind of keep keep going at a higher speed um, than it is for for me, I guess. So I I, I don't know. Like I, I want to try it at some point, but I think I'll be good at some parts of it and not good at other parts of it. Okay. And. Yeah, I, I don't know where I'd lie. I don't yeah. know where I'd lie. Well, I, I suppose that, that sort of segues me into, you know, talking about your, what your future goals are and, um, you know, are you looking to, are you looking just to keep with triathlon and, at the moment and do what you're, you're kind of doing at the moment in terms of the distance or are you, are you ever going to be like, right, I'm, I'm going to do a season of, of running and I want, I want to get this time. Yeah. Or how do you, how's that going to fit in? Have you got any uh, ideas? Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've got, I've got too many goals. And <laughs> not enough things to do. Yeah. Hey, you're um, only 24. I'm, God, I'm about nine <laughs> years older than you. And I'm, I'm, I've got all these goals. I'm like, I've got no time to do these goals. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely like my, my goal first and foremost is to try and make the Olympics in Tokyo. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, that's been, a dream since I was a little kid. Um, and I think this is probably the best chance of of me making that. Um, so this year, next year, everything's towards that. Right. Okay. Uh, and we'll see where we end up. But yeah, kind of looking further ahead, as we kind of spoke about, only only a quick five k and ten k time. Um, do a little bit of track running. Uh, see if we can get properly quick um, yeah. on the track. Uh, I love how you say properly quick, you know, and just a, yeah. an average four four thirty something mile for four or five miles. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, it's just getting getting those, those other distances in, and uh, you know, yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I I still probably get another minute or so in the five k to be a be a top runner um, so I don't know maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a shot in a couple of years and try and get try and get quicker um, 
and then kind of long term, um, I know I know you've been into it uh, over the past few years, but get into the kind of ultra running scene. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of kind of what I want to do. Uh, not even so much from the competitive side of it, just just because I love running. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you get to run more. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. What what's not to like about it? Yeah, and you can. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All those um, some kind of like awesome trail races. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. All those all those podcasts as well that you haven't listened the Tartan Running Shorts podcast. You'll have a, such a you'll have hundreds and hundreds of them to listen to in your runs. You know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that, that's that's amazing. So what? In, so this this season, what's your your main goal then? Um, have you got what, your next race? Have you have you got anything lined up yet? Yeah, so unfortunately, like the start of this season, I was meant to race last week, um, but I come off my bike and I've got a month to go, and yeah, I've hurt, hurt my ribs, and oh, so I've not really been able to do much training. Uh, so it's kind of pushed the season back a little bit. I, I kind of had that race last weekend planned, and, and I had a race at the start of March planned, but I think. They're both going to be scrapped, um, and probably start the season end of March if everything kind of heals up okay. Okay, yeah. Well, fingers crossed then, for you, and uh, yeah, hopefully yeah, all goes well. And then kind of like long, like in mid-season, the the big ones, the Tokyo Test event, mm-hmm. um, which is our kind of qualification for Olympics. So that's that's the big big goal. So there is there is a there's a, a trial. Is that? Is that the case, sir? Yeah, so it's a complicated selection policy. As um, always. <laughs> as always, yeah. But I think it, so the, you can qualify automatically by uh, getting on the podium at, at two events this year. And if nobody does that, then it's kind of, it goes down to discretion. But okay. The big race um, for that discretion is a Tokyo test event. So. Right. Okay, and where where about is that going to be held? Tokyo. Oh, so it's in Tokyo, right? Okay, so it's a, uh, yeah, that's a silly question for me. <laughs> it's Tokyo. Yeah, so it's basically like the year before the Olympics, most sports do do a race or a competition at the the venue, and yeah. um, basically there's a there's a trial run to test things out, get people accustomed to the course and stuff. So this is the one for triathlon and. Because it's so specific, um, yeah, the kind of thing. If you can do well there, then you probably do well at the Olympics the year after. So. All right. Well, so what? How many are they taking for the team for the Olympics? If is it is there a max uh, a minimum number? It's a max of three. Three. Okay. Um, but yeah, two, two, two or three, I think. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Enough. We'll certainly be following your progress and. Fingers crossed for yeah. the season and everything goes really well. So, uh, so before we go, Grant, um, I've got a couple of fartlet questions. Um, I, again, I'm not sure if you've uh, you've heard of these. Um, we do we usually yeah. do them at the end of the the episodes uh, with any interviewees we have. So, I'll rattle through them um, and feel free to have give me a short answer uh, if you want. To, if there's a story behind it, we'll we'll be more than happy to hear that as well. So, okay. favorite discipline. Uh, running, running, like it, good stuff. I think you would have got 
fruit, fruit and veg thrown at you if it was uh, any other discipline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the listeners will be stopping in their in their in their sessions and shouting at you there. But nah, I'm only joking. Um, previous superstitions? Uh, no, not got any. Yeah, good. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, cross country or road? Cross country road? Yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Uh, I, I love cross country because okay. it's in the mud, it's tough. Um, but I love the road because you get to run fast. Yeah. Fair <laughs> that, that makes sense. I, I see put, put a mix a really hard road race. Okay. Really hard road. A hilly, a hilly slots, uh, a hilly road race. Yeah. With a trail in it. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming or cycling? Swimming. Swimming. Favourite running race? That I've done or to watch? Or uh, yeah, just to, that you've done maybe? Uh, best run race I've done is the RMAF 5K. Right, okay. Races that I want to do, uh, a few of the kind of ultra races in America, the big ones. Western um, States? Western States. What uh, um, I really want to do uh, is the Barclays Marathons. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I take it you've heard of that. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll try and, we'll, 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 I don't know how, it's it's a secret, the entry process. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, so we can maybe, if, if both of us uh, apply, we'll, we'll we'll see how we get on. Eh? Try. Maybe yeah, this. It just sounds super tough and hard. Yeah, there's a guy, um, there's a guy I'd love to get in the show, Ali Beaven, who's, who's done it before, and uh, he's a oh, Scottish really? guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be great to get him on the show to chat about it. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. a weird, such a interesting race. Uh, also got the back. There's the backyard ultra as well. Have you heard of that I'm one? Like, I'm like, no. So that's basically um, you, you run. You basically run um, a four mile loop, and you've got yeah. to complete it within the hour. And every on every hour, you start your next loop. So you could run. Yeah. You're four miles in thirty minutes, but you've you've got that half an hour yeah, break, um, and it's basically yeah. the last man standing. It's uh, it's so that's this that might be another one on your radar there. <laughs> that, that sounds quite uh, mental. <laughs> it's like they they're going on for like two or three days, you know. I'm like I don't mind running that long, but Jesus, oh, oh God. God, that'd be awful. Mentally tough, anyway. Um, yeah. Rest day or recovery run. Recovery run. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Favorite movie. Oh, it was always Top Gun. Top Gun, Top love Gun. it. <laughs> right, I've got two questions here. So first one's your running hero. Who's have you got a running hero? Uh, I love what uh, Kelly Journey does. Okay. Yeah. And what about your running triathlon hero? Or oh, sorry, that doesn't even make sense. Your triathlon hero. Triathlon hero. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have one. Mark, um, Mark Austin. <laughs> uh, no, I can't say that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I look up to Brownlees and stuff, yeah. but like, I, I, I guess they're competitors now as well, so you can't really look up. To That's them. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the same uh, pen as them now, you know. So yeah. Right. And what about early morning or late night? So when do you like to do your training? Neither. Oh, <laughs> 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 During the day. <laughs> Good stuff. What about your pre-race meal? Um, rice, lots nice. of rice, a few vegetables. Yeah. 
Favourite shoe? I started running um, ultra, ultra shoes. Oh, yeah, okay. Huh? Yeah, so they brought you the ultra vanish. Super light, race flat, fast, springy. Um, good kind of, good, nice roomy toe box. Yeah. It's yeah. a zero mil shoe as well, isn't it? Zero mil. Yeah, zero drop, all zero drop, which is kind of, it's a big thing for yeah. me. Yeah, like, okay. Oh, that's interesting. I haven't, um, I haven't seen that shoe actually. So I have to have a wee looky. It's like ultra, ultra is a, a big ultra van um, shoe as well. Yeah, yeah. I always, I always, I loved running them like a few years ago as a training shoe. Yeah. Um, and I think it was just last year they got a proper race van, so I tried it, and that's that's the race van I'm using. Yeah. Okay. Um. So final question. Well, one second, last question. Favorite place to run? Uh, in a forest. Okay, in a forest. <laughs> Any forest. No specific forest. Hi. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. The last one. Now I don't know the answer to this. Do, we we do uh, usually every everyone we get in the show um, is a yep. beer mile. Um, so have you? Firstly, I'm not sure if you do drink beer, but if you don't, what would be your your beer mile time or your non um, non alcoholic beer mile time? Thing. I mean, yeah group of guys going through uni together we did the beer mile a good few times oh did you all right um, okay okay yeah uh, i think i i wasn't very good at it i wasn't very good at the beer drinking part um but i think my time was around 7 30 maybe that's not bad that's it wasn't bad wasn't wasn't great wasn't bad that's... i think one of the triathletes had the the record for a while boy called will clark from Loughborough. oh really his time yeah his time was like Five oh something. Jesus. Um, I think it's a lot quicker now. The the record, but uh, and yeah, when, he did it a number of years ago. He did, he did it. Yeah. My God. And when did he? Um, yeah. What was? Did he use pints or was it bottles or You know, three yeah, thirty mil cans or. Yeah. No, you need, you need to use pints, don't you? That's right. That's yeah. yeah. Oh, That's nice. I would, I would love to do it with tenants. That'd be awful. <laughs> <laughs> God. One, of, one, of, one of the lads that used to train with, he was Irish, um, and used to do it with a pint of Guinness. Oh, did he? Oh, that would be yeah. awful. Oh. I always thought that was the worst idea. But, yeah. <laughs> well, um, uh, well that, that's, that rounds, I think that rounds up all the questions I've got. So, it, awesome. so really great to have you on the show, Grant. Really interesting to hear about your training, your racing, and uh, yeah, fingers yeah. crossed you heal up pretty quickly, because it sounds... Uh, and uh, yeah, we maybe send some stabilizers uh, down to Starland for you uh, as well. <laughs> yeah, I think that would that would yeah. be well well appreciated. Yeah. So well. if um if anyone wants to kind of follow you or track your progress, where's the best place to find you? Uh, yeah, um, give us a follow on Instagram um, and yeah. Dan underscore Sheldon. Um, yeah. yeah, that's probably the best place. Brilliant. Well. Yeah, well, get following folks, and uh, yeah, really inspiring to hear. Um, just, I, I think, really interesting because you do triathlon and you run, you do them so well. It's just, yeah, very you know inspiring and, and really good to hear. So, um, well, hopefully, yeah, I'll hopefully catch up with you soon at one of the races. Yeah, I'm sure. Well. And uh, yeah, awesome. thank you so much for coming along in the show. Yeah, no, thanks for having us. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Thanks again, Grant. Great to have you on the show. We look forward to, to catching up with you in the future. 
Right, so on to news. I guess the main news we've got this week in terms of sort of times on the international circuit is uh, an absolutely outrageous run from Laura Waitman, who has run what I believe is the fifth fastest British 10k of all time. 31.39, which is the fastest British time since 2014 as well, where Gemma Steele ran 31.26. Yeah, I mean, that's correct. Shifting, yeah, I think it was over in... um... Holland somewhere mm-hmm. is that right? I Paraloop Paraloop 10k um, yeah I mean but fifth fifth quickest Brit all time behind yeah. presumably Gemma Steele if she was the previous one but then I guess it's yeah Paula Radcliffe yeah. Liz McCoggan Wendy, Wendy Sly. Sly yeah 31-39 that's uh, yeah that's fairly fairly moving is it? yeah um, I mean the thing is you look at like Elish McCoggan and these girls have run sort of and Beth Potter as well, who recently run like 32 or just under 32. Yeah. And it's those are big times. So, I mean, yeah, fair play. It's good to see her stepping up. She's definitely stepping up, Laura Waitman. Oh, yeah. You, don't, you know, that, sure. you know yeah. you can dabble in 5K as a 1500 meter runner occasionally, but you don't run a 10K like that no, without no, no. an attempt. I think, is she still coached by Steve Cram? She is, according yeah, to this article, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, she's, because um, she's put down some pretty quick 5K times as well. Did she not win one of those podium ones last You're year? You're right, yeah. Pretty quick yeah. time, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I forget exactly what it was, but yeah, 31 39 is. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, you've got to wonder, do you think she'll look at 5,000 for the. World champs, yeah, because that'll be what probably Birmingham British champs for the the trials. Uh, probably, I would, guess. I would guess. I would guess. I mean, but there's also Tenky. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, it yeah, depends true. on how long she wants to go. But yeah, I would think. I, I mean, I put it this way: I don't think she'll be looking at fifteen hundred. No, um, I wouldn't have thought. Well, I mean, again, without any disrespect to her, you wouldn't want to. You've got Laura Muir's cleaning up there. Yeah. So it probably makes sense to move uh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you've got, I mean, fact, so that distance at the moment, you've got so you've got Laura Waitman, you've got Beth Potter. Elish McCulgan, yeah. uh, Mary McLennan. I would not be surprised if starts looking at track five ten k. I mean, yeah. look at the form she's in. Yeah. Also this weekend, Jess Judd ran thirty two, um, thirty two forty two. So okay, a bit off uh, Laura's time, but is shows... that Cheshire ten k? Cheshire ten k. I've yeah. got a funny feeling that Jess Judd. So I think the Cheshire ten k was the Saturday. I really hope this is right now that it's going out, but the. Cheshire 10k which she won I think was the Saturday and uh-huh. I'm pretty sure she ran the quickest leg at the Northern ah, tw- uh, well I think, I, think, I think women's six stage ah, okay. road relays on this Sunday presumably I think wow. so I don't think Blackburn who she runs for actually had a full team okay. but I think she ran the Still quickest ran. leg I think so maybe uh, you guys can check that out yourself oh, fair play to her. Uh, yeah I think I think uh, two, double header for her this weekend so other new, I mean, it looks actually that Paraloop, that race in uh, in Holland, looks to be a race where England send the team. England shame, send the team. It's a shame uh, Scotland don't actually. I know, I know. Uh, England send the team. The guy, that guy Jack Gray, that's been running really well, um, kind of all yeah. country season. I think he ran twenty nine twenty. Twenty nine twenty one. Yeah. Twenty nine twenty one. Which, yeah. um, which is a be a big PB for him. I think. I think he he ran. Um, he broke fourteen at Armagh. So I think he had that in the. He had a time like that in the locker, shall we say. But um, yeah, Eng- England put a pretty strong team in. Mm, I think they, yeah. had, they had a few guys under 30. Yeah, they've got um, um, Paulos Sirofel. Oh, he's Thames Valley. 29.46. Yeah, yeah. And then Dejan Garamu, 30.05. Yeah. Okay, just over 30. Oh, okay. so. And a 30.09, Will Michael. Yeah. So, I mean, solid. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's that's not a race great. I've ever heard of, to be honest. No, it's not. But you know, yeah. I like that when it's like, to be fair, Scotland sent, sent a team to Denmark for that half, the half. one that yeah, Fee yeah, won yeah, last year. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, she was, I think Kenny Wilson was out. And yeah, I think it's. They, that's a great way to get quick runners at these and I know we sent a team to Arma but you know a couple of 10k's in Holland would be uh, yeah, this would must be, be a, must be a quick course 
Oh, it must be, like yeah. that. I mean, it must be, yeah. Yeah, we won't. We said, forget what Scotland team, turn a Metro team. Yeah. <laughs> Get them down. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was interesting. Other news-wise, I don't really see much else, to be honest, on the old running circuit. No, um, I don't think so. A bit of a quiet, so. a quiet weekend. But what I guess what is interesting, then, is uh, is what's coming up. So, it's the World Cross this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Denmark. Denmark, yeah. And, uh, I'm trying, I'm our, our, our house. Yeah. Now, what I want to pick, what I get your, your feeling on is, so what do you reckon to this... Now they've got um, the form. There's a there's a it is the World Cross, so it's a ten k race. But there's also a bunch of other things. You've got the two k, the sprint, four k, four by two k, the relay, and then you've got four eight and twelve k cross and trail race, which is a mixture. And then you've got ten k WXC, which must mean is W World, World Cross World Country, yeah. the search, which are all mass participation events. Um, and these are on the same day or the on, same weekend I think that's a good question I think they're on the same they're definitely on the same course yeah, the same weekend yeah. um, I need to uh, it's also sponsored by a brewery which is pretty <laughs> which I think is pretty cool um, uh, here we go uh, McKellar World Cross and it's what do you reckon to that do you think that's going to bring more people to it I all these it, different events I think it will um, so actually I have a bit of experience on this The when the World Cross was in Edinburgh oh yeah which would have been I marshalled it yeah so what year 2009 yeah okay yeah. so they had the inter-districts the day before around the same oh, course yeah, so I was okay. running that as an under 17 oh, nice. under 15 okay. or whatever we all stayed down in Edinburgh that night oh, sweet. to watch the World Cross the following day um, and I think uh, I think a lot of people did similar. So yeah, I think um, I think that obviously what they're trying to do is to is to get people there. And I guess they're thinking, well, you know, if they're there, then they're obviously going to be, you know, they're going to be watching the World Cross Country, and it's going to, um, you know, it's going to, uh, you know, make it a better a better spectacle, and you know, getting getting more people involved. So yeah, I mean, I think it's a I yeah, mean, I think it's a I think it's a good thing. I mean, I'd be surprised if it was on the same day. So when is the world, these events are on the Saturday? When's the World Cross? I think the, is the thirty first, which is the Sunday. Okay. So I I, I think that's possibly okay. the day that's, before. That's impressive. That they're churning up the course with all these amateurs. Yeah. Well, I know. Hold on. Is it? So that's oh no, Saturday. it's not. It's the it Saturday. Is. It's so actually, you've got mixed relay. You've got another oh, after though. Oh, they're after. So you've got yeah, so the order of the day is eight at nine a.m. National Youth Cross Country opening ceremony at half ten. The mixed relay, which is an elite relay, four by two k. Then you've got some under twenty races. Senior women's races at one p.m. Ten k. Senior men. Ah, actually, that looks like they're at the same time. Yeah, they're well, they're maybe setting off a mass race afterwards. Yeah. That is pretty. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty, unusual. That, that is unusual. unusual. I mean, yeah, I mean that will. Yeah, because the Edinburgh thing was a bit different. That was you know linking it in with a with a kind of national thing the the day before. Um, but I mean, yeah, if you're if you're letting people run. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure if I like that. Ah, to but be you know what's interesting though? It says you're you if you're fast enough. So you need to run sub thirty three. That is cool. Yeah. Okay. That is really cool actually. So you need to have set, run a ten k in sub thirty three or a woman in sub thirty seven. So it's a solid standard. I ain't running it. So yeah, actually, and I there's a cut off. There's a cut off. So if you don't ah uh, yeah. So if you don't manage your cut off time, four minutes a lap. Is yeah, that right? yeah. Okay. Okay. You okay. I'm actually quite. Course. I am actually quite liking that now. That's really cool. Yeah. Um. So it's a two two kilometer lap. You get to do the full course. Well, it's not going to be four minute cut off for two k. No, it's not. I wonder what, <laughs> I wonder what the four minute cut off is. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you have to anyway. get to a certain point or something. But 
Yeah, I don't know about that, actually. I never realised that's what it was. I, I assumed that the mass participation events were not at the same time yeah. as the um, as the actual race. But yeah, I mean, well, assuming that um, it doesn't interfere with the actual World Cross yeah. race, which I'm... I mean, but that's probably why they're putting cut-off times and stuff Aye. in to yeah, try and make sure. Yeah, so but you don't want to get you don't want to get into a situation where the elites are starting to have to lap people. Yeah, and weave in and out. The thing is, sub sub thirty three, you're that's you're you're moving, so you you're unlikely to get lapped. Uh, in fact, you're probably as quick yeah. as some of the elite women. Yes. Yeah. Um, the the other ones which are all afterwards, so the the this excuse me the sprint and this uh this the toughest the best from cross and trail the twelve k race is all um. Is all after so okay. I, you know we isolated the, the this idea a few weeks ago that they're going to put a mass race at the Paris Marathon for the Olympics. Yeah, but that's because I just don't think the Olympics needs that. Whereas I think this is interesting, and I'm actually looking at this now. I'm thinking I wish I was going. Yeah, I think because um, I, I think yeah, it's I think it's a bit different from well, it's very different from the Olympics because I mean yeah. I think World Cross, you know, it's like it's the end of March yeah. it's right right at the very very end of the cross country season you know, I, I don't think it's typically an event that you know maybe gets a massive kind of spectator oh, it's niche isn't it uh, yeah a little bit I think so yeah they're obvious, but they've, they obviously recognise that and yeah. they're trying to do something about it but having it sponsored by a brewery as well I mean that'll get people that will to do. and what I love but, is on the course maps you, speak, you say that about the brewery on the course map so there is a there's the Viking Gauntlet, the runner, Runners Valhalla, Mud Pit, Water Splash, and then there's like a fan zone, which is basically a beer tent. I mean, that is... And to be fair, do you know who are the, the pioneers of this? Are the Highgate Harriers. Yeah, the 9,000. The 9, I mean, yeah. that's exactly what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's British... Well, it's not it's not world champs, but it's British champs. Yeah. But yeah, no, they're trying to, obviously, yeah. Think I think it's cool. To, yeah. And actually, I think, more, I think race organisers in the UK can maybe look at this more and more and say, you know, including a bit of... You can make a fast race, but in a bit of lightheartedness on the side, and yeah. yeah. So anyway, look forward to sitting anyway, that, and that is just the master. We haven't talked about elite race. No, no. Um, a pretty solid British team going. We've got three. Uh, th- well, we know for sure we've got three Brits. We've got Luke Trainer in the men's team for sure. Mary McLennan in the women's teams for sure. Eloise Walker in the junior team for sure. But today on the start list, I know it was Adam Craig popped up, but I'm wor- wondering now whether he's doing that. Um, that really? really, yeah, I think he must be. Yeah, I, I don't know. I hadn't heard anything about it until you mentioned it. To be honest with you, uh, but yeah, he has popped up in the start list. Um, so I, I'm not sure what's going on there. But I mean, amazing if if there is something we don't know about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I pass. I mean, I'm sure that that will come out probably um, yeah, soon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Be interesting how Luke Trainer goes anyway. He's yeah. uh, after his warm up last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of elites, I mean, Jeffrey Carmoria is, is defending his title. He he didn't win the Kenyan trials, so I don't know what sort of shape he's in, but he, he did make it. There's a Ugandan guy, J- Jacob Kip Limo, who was the under 20 World Cross champ, who he's, he is running in the senior men's race. We've got Jakob Ingebrigtsen running in the under 20 race, and in the women's race, Helen Beery, who's the world 5,000 meter champion. and Beatrice Chepkoek, who smashed the steeple last year. Yes. She's running as well. I guess they're the, the two big hitters. They're going head-to-head. Yeah. Yeah, Interesting. No, I wonder if there's... Uh, I don't know whether there's... Sometimes things like this... I know the European cross-country was on BBC Red Button. Yeah. So I don't know whether a similar thing's going to happen. Is, yeah. But hopefully, yeah. I wouldn't yeah, it's sadly. Yeah. It's, um, Especially watching the, the Scottish guys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. Hopefully there's more than a few of them. Yeah. Um, it's quite a big prize pot as well I was reading into it this afternoon there's 
there's almost it's something like four hundred thousand dollars of prize money up for this. The winners get thirty thousand each, which is that's a serious bonus to pick up for a win like that. Yeah. You think oh, the prestige should be there anyway, but I mean it doesn't yeah, hurt no, to no, award no. or. I wonder how that compares yeah. to you know track world champs and interesting road world champs. And I wonder who stuff. puts that up. Is that surely not the IWF? Surely they're not putting prize money up. Surely it's the sponsor. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to get a field. Yeah. Again, as you say, you shouldn't need it, but. Anyway, so that is the main race this weekend, um, or the main international race this weekend. We'll come back to um, we'll come back to other other races going up. Um, right, and before we do that though, it's rant time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read the rant out because this is one that is it is really appropriate this week, and we've touched on it a couple times in the show. So David Beatty has been in touch, and his his email says. How on earth can Scottish Athletics expect more participation at national championships when they insist on scheduling them close to one another? Surely it's not too much to ask for the British 50k and 100k champs to be in spring slash autumn and allow our ultra guys a crack at both. Now, I was thinking about this. So, I guess you've got the Scottish and British marathon champs are on the same day. So, the British marathon champs being in London and the Sterling being the Scottish marathon champs. Mm. The Scottish 10,000 metre is a week before the marathon champs. Yeah, the, the, Friday, the, night, the Friday night Friday night one, yeah. yeah. And then now we've got the Scotch 50 and 100k the same day. Now that's just two exam- three examples I'm throwing up. What do you reckon? Scheduling? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I see, who's this David Beatty? Yeah. I, I see what he's... Um, I, I kind of see what he's saying um, with, with regards... Yeah, I mean, he seems to be looking at it from particularly uh, like an ultra yeah. kind of um, viewpoint. I guess yeah. I mean, maybe having the you know the the fifty k and the hundred k different times a year. Yeah, I mean, I, I I guess again, not being an ultra runner, you know, I'm not sure, but I, I assume that um, you know if you if you do an hundred k ultra, you would also do a fifty k ultra. Yeah. And there probably are limited opportunities for you to be doing fifty k on the roads and hundred k on the roads in 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 the same season. So yeah, I think um, I think there's definitely something in that. I guess the um, maybe the reason for doing it together is just because I suppose an ultra longer event like that, I guess it maybe requires obviously mm. a bit more logistics, uh, planning yeah. and logistics and stuff like that. So it's easier for them to you know be on the same day. Um, but then again, they're running around a, a park in Perth. True. You know, it's not that tricky to. You wouldn't have thought it would be that tricky to. To do it twice a year. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. guy they're going around a two and a half k loop. And you're you know, not closing be, any roads. Yeah, it should yeah. be in theory. It should be easy enough to do. I mean, I'm sure whoever is organising these events knows much more about it than me. But uh, but yeah, I, I get I get what what what. Well, put it this way: you wouldn't put the, you wouldn't put the five and the ten five and ten k the same oh, day. Of course you wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, most um, you know most folk like the opportunity to double at that. Is it a participation thing? Are they possibly? I don't know. Are they? Are they? I but then no it's not really because it's you not. would think if you had them at different times you'd get more right, well, both. here's one for you on the same day as the 50k champs so we talked about the bloke who won the 50k champs yeah, yeah. Kyle ran 50k faster than that Kyle Gregg ran the fastest 50k on Sunday at these championships and he's not the 50k champ no he didn't did he not no the, the oh no sorry that, I'm talking shite the no, guy who won the 50k ran 3 hours yeah sorry I'm talking Crap. absolutely shite I'm thinking Kyle, sorry but Kyle yeah. Kyle's marathon split so was 2.54 so yeah sorry, so Kyle. Kyle won the Scottish and British 50k <laughs> and he was <laughs> he was sorry I'm talking <laughs> absolutely out my arse here Kyle <laughs> went through the marathon he went through 42k in 2.54 or something 
Yeah, his marathon split was yes. quick. His marathon split was sub three. So that's... actually, his fifty k split, I would have been. His fifty k split was. Um, I had it. He was on for six thirty seven. His his fifty k split was. Um, was it not two. No, three twenty. Three twenty. So Something actually, like three nineteen. Three nineteen. He's not kicking the arse off the. So he would have been. What would he have placed in the fifty k? Let's work this out. He would have placed. Oh, look at these times. Something like fourth or fifth. Right, so there, so there we Depending go. Depending on his, so, on his split, fourth, fifth, sixth, something of that order. So let's say he he managed. Let's say he went through that in two minutes quicker, and he was a clear third. Would they have given him a bronze? No, because it's not the race. Mm. But what? I'm, but I guess my point is that you're taking out. I'm knowing Kyle. I'm sure he would have liked to have a crack at the fifty. Yeah, you're dilu- the year. You, it's diluting the fields for sure, which is what this guy suggested. So on, because you would you would have if the fifty k was in March and the hundred k was in October. Yeah, you would you, you would, would definitely both, have yeah. people doing both. I I, I understand that. No, yeah, I think sure. that one that for me is a no brainer splitting them. And if someone like Adrian Stott listens, please let us know if we're missing an obvious reason yeah, why it's yeah, not the case. Yeah. For a fifty and a hundred k, yeah, sure, no no brainer. The other one I think Scottish and British marathon champs on the same day is a nonsense. Yeah, and I, I think, I, you know I, yeah, I get okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great run, it's a good help at Sterling, but spread it out by a couple of weeks. At least, at least let teams have the opportunity to do both. Look at the five women, for example, at the minute. You would not be. I mean, our Metro ladies won gold at the British champs and Scottish champs because it was both in London. Yeah. But now you can't do that. No. Yeah, it was a way to say like if if you absolutely if if you can't separate the fixtures, then have them at the same. Yeah. Thing. If it, if you absolutely have to, but yeah. Again, I don't know. I, I, there's so many races, isn't there? That's true. That's um. I, I guess it's just a case of you know, finding weekends and finding yeah. dates and stuff like that. But yeah, in an ideal world, you wouldn't have the, you, you can't have the British and, and Scottish marathon champs yeah, on the same at day. different races on the same day. What's your take, what's uh, your position on the, it's not the case now, but it has been it maybe in the future, about London hosting the Scottish marathon champs? Yeah. Actually, ne- I wouldn't be surprised next year if it does, because next year will be a trial for Rio. Yeah, okay. I would imagine. Put it this way. I would rather... London hosted the British and the Scottish champs together than the current situation of yeah. having same the day. British champs and the Scottish champs on the same day at different races. Yeah, agreed. If you, if you can't have them on completely separate days at completely separate races, then uh, have them the on same the same place. day in the same place. Fair. I would say. Yeah. I mean, in, I, I, I think there is something not quite right about having the Scottish marathon champs in London yeah which I think is what Scottish athletics are clearly trying to address yeah yeah um, but, but the problem is that most if you take more, and I you know I've done it I did it last year it was a, the likes of Chris Richardson and Ben Ward our, our training mates they're head down a lot of Scottish runners head down to London so you're suddenly asking people to choose between a time and a medal like say Chris ran 2.30 and change in Tokyo, uh, in Tokyo. Yeah. now Chris could go and have a shot meddling at Sterling yeah. In the form he's in. Yeah. But he's not. He's going to London to run, I guess, a time. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, know, you make people make that choice. Um, but then I wonder, he would he make that same choice if he if he knew he was going to run 2.30 in Tokyo? Uh, yeah, I don't You need know. to get him on the show. But, you know, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Another, another <laughs> reason to get him on. To be so, fair, many, so many questions that <laughs> we just need Chris to answer. To be fair, I mean, to be fair, the Scottish Alexis position probably would be, and I, I can see the point as well, if you if you have to choose, if you choose not to go with the Scottish Marathon Champs, that's then on you. That's on you. Could the Scottish Marathon Champs not be in all? Well, it used to be at Loch Ness. But could it not still so, be in Loch so, Ness? So, do you know, every time we talk about this, what always makes me, I always think we are screaming out for a decent Glasgow marathon in the second half of the year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I think it would be, you know... Uh, a, roundabout, a roundabout great Scottish run time. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. 
Although then it would be the same day as the British. But why? British I mean, half. What's, what, have you done Loch Ness Marathon? I haven't. I'm thinking May this year. Could that not be Scottish champs? So it has in the past. I think the problem. Yeah, I guess it could be. Um, I wonder. I, I mean, do you know why it no longer is? I don't know. I maybe it's a funding thing. I know yeah. Scott. I mean, Scottish like seem to uh, have a, a bit of a love affair with Great Run at the moment. Yeah. You know, the Scottish marathon champs, Sterling, Great Run. Scottish half marathon champs, GSR. GSR, and these are both races that you don't get a Scottish athletics discount for. No. Which is pretty poor. Yeah, that is pretty. You know, it's a Scottish. It's a championship event. Yeah. Um, I know. I know. So that's a that's a different rant. I, I think David. I think you've got a spot on point. I think certainly if you're an ultra guy, I can see why. Yeah, you'd the 50k, 100k thing. Yeah, for sure. Other things, I think you can't like the Scottish 10,000 the week before the marathon champs. I don't think we can start complaining that the 10,000 the marathon clash because they're arguably different fields. Yeah, they should be different and fields. It's 10 10,000 on the track as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, um, the Scot. I know someone who also was kicking off saying, "Oh, the Scottish 5Ks uh, a week after the or a week after Sterling." It's like, mate, if you're taking a marathon seriously, forget you. you you're not going to go and win the, the 5K. There's 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 races. Every weekend, exactly. There's plenty yeah. partners every weekend. Yeah, you know, there's something. If somebody wants to race every weekend, then they can do it. Exactly, you know, it's, it's, it's not a problem. But yeah, champs. Yeah, okay. They have to try and spread them out. But the uh, other thing is, I think they should make. And I, I know that they're on the website. Champs dates would be good. To, I mean, I know that this week said that Sterling will host the Scottish 10k champs. Yeah, and uh, the, so what? Scottish champs. Yeah, this Scottish season. champs. So 5k Sterling. Sterling 10k Sterling. Half Glasgow, ten miler Tom Scott. This weekend, which we'll come to, yeah. yeah. And Marathon Stone. Okay. And that is it. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's them all. Yeah. And then um, obviously you've got yeah. track and stuff. Like and that. we haven't we haven't had the East District yet. They've not announced the half. The ten k is round the houses. Okay. Yeah, which so is in. Is there an East District five k? Not as far as I'm aware. Oh, right. It's weird that they have these different. Yeah. Pick and yeah. choose. And I've not heard anything about a West District ten k no. or half or do anything really. Yeah. Um, the East District half, yeah, because um, Ben Ward Run Beer keeps, um, you know, he's keep, I know he's keeping an eye out on yeah. where the East District half's going to be. I think he fancies winning it this year or something. But so the East, um, the East District half a couple of years ago, um, myself, not, Chris Richardson, and Hamish Battle were second team, but they only gave medals to the first, which we were furious about. <laughs> you can imagine, Haddington. Uh, no, it was a. Uh, oh no, but Bud, 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 Barry Budden. Barry Budden. Yeah, but it's been at Haddon in the last couple of years. It has been Haddon, yeah. So I, maybe again, it's going to be Haddon so this year. He, which is probably going to be the same day as Great Aberdeen. I, you know, I saw when they had this new. Well, they could do it at Great Aberdeen. They could do. It. They could do it at Kirkcaldy, which is the same day. Kirkcaldy East Parks. District champs, Aberdeen. Yeah, you would yeah, think so. Yeah, fine. But yeah. Kirkcaldy Parks is the same day, sold out. That's a half. It's a half. New oh, half. Del Rey's running it. Yeah, I was speaking to a few of the Metro guys yesterday. They're running it. A so, few of the guys from down that way. Yeah, sold out. Yeah. That'd be annoying if that's the chance. It's sold out. Yeah, it's a waiting list. My old man's. They on can't it. have a. I don't think they can have a. A champion. Yeah. I don't think they can announce the champs race once entries. They surely announce the champs race before entries are even open. Oh, you would think. You would think so. Um, surely, yeah. So it must be later on, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But then entries for Great Aberdeen are open. That's I, true. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Pass. I'm not sure. Maybe they're not having one. Uh, who knows? So uh, I think uh, anyway. There you go, um, David. So hopefully you're hopefully you feel a little bit uh, aggrieved. We agree with you on one of them. Fifteen hundred k. Separate them out. Um, and actually, had he been here, Kyle would definitely agree with you. I know he would. Uh, he would love to have a crack at both. Uh, so that's the rant. Keep the rants coming. We're we've only got one rant in the tank now. We've only got one left. So we need we need a top up. So please get in touch with the rants. Uh, Finley, Finley, if you've got another corker, please bring it bring it to our attention. The more the yeah, 
Right, races. Um, this weekend, it's the uh, it's the national ten miler. Tom Scott. Yeah. Do you know anyone who's running that? I've got a start list here. I think that uh, Kenny Wilson is running it. Uh, am I right? Yes, I think you are right. And where's your that. start list? Yeah. So Kenny Wilson. Well, he's is, on the entry. Is running it? Yeah. So, um, um, I would imagine that. Uh, I would imagine that there'll be quite a few folk running it. I think I am possibly um, Lachlan Oates. I believe is possibly running. Um, okay. Oh, is that Jason Kelly? I Jason see. Kelly, yeah. Lack of notes, notes, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, well, with it being the with it being the um, obviously the national ten mile champs, then I would imagine that it's probably got a pretty good field. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's not the easiest. It's not the easiest um, entry list to to, no, to maneuver. It's not even ordered. It's not even ordered. In, it's not in alphabetical or sex. But I would imagine you'd have quite a lot of guys. Um, well, probably quite a lot of the guys that were running yesterday actually will be will be running it. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's scroll through this. Finley, but, Finley, he's running. Oh, he is. Finley. Is this the shorts guy? Yes. Yeah. The guys. I wonder which sort of shorts. Sold the shorts. Yeah. I hope he's got black. Uh, a black gusset, as he puts it on there. Um, Ali Brocky, Kostorfin, um he's a, a guy we know. Oh, you know I'm not going to scroll through no, this. No, it'll, it'll be a good feel. So on the women's side, Fiona's running. Is she? Uh, yeah, so I think Fiona's in good shape. So I look. For, um, I think she'll have a. She'll be. Uh, she's really excited with that. I see El- Elspeth Curran here on the start list, so we know Elspeth's in good shape. So could be a bit of a ding dong between those two. Um, yeah. So yeah, looking forward to that result. I'm probably going to go down, but I won't be running. Um, so yeah, good luck to any listeners who are going down. Um, sorry we can't give you a bit more insight, but we'll certainly wrap up on the results next week. Other races, Aloha Half. Aloha Half. Yeah. yeah. Do you know anyone running that? I don't. I think that, the, to be honest with you, I think this goes back to David Beatty's point. I think Aloha Half's going to suffer from the Tom Scott 10 might have been in the same oh, of day. Of course, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. not good news. Um, Aloha Half used to be earlier though. It used to be a good pre-London one, and I think they brought it forward. Got it late, sorry, Aloha, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm past, I mean, you know me, I don't run, I don't really pay attention to anything above 10k, but um, but yeah, I can't, I, I think that you would have thought that a lot of people that would have maybe normally done Aloha yeah, would possibly do one, yeah. the Tom Scott instead, I, I would think, but you can still enter Aloha Half Marathon. Um, that's quite telling, isn't it? Yeah, still you can still enter online, I think that's last year's results, um, but you can still... Yeah, you can still enter online. You can still for enter, okay. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, you know. Uh, Aloha was a great. Aloha was a good race. I know some people don't like it because it's not. It's a little bit lumpy, but you know, not all races need to be pancake flat. It's a good race, you know. You, yeah. Uh, really nice running running along the foothills of the Ockles. Um, so yeah, if you if you're looking for a half and you're not lined up, you're looking for just a long run this weekend, and you're in the central area, then certainly have a look at the Aloha half. Um, it's a it's a decent one. That's a photo of last year, actually. Yeah, Mike Christoffi won it last year. Did he? And I think right. Aloha was second. So, okay. Um, yeah, that's all I know about the Aloha Half. Aloha Half last year was the one that got cancelled because the beast from the east. Sorry, not cancelled. Oh, that's it right. Got moved. Postponed, yeah. Postponed, it was yeah, put yeah, quite yeah, late, wasn't yeah, it? It was in May. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. Other races coming up. So what else have we got, Cameron? Um, there's a race. Murray Roadrunners uh, do their annual 10k up in Milton Duff wherever Milton Duff is. Um, I <laughs> think it's up in Milton Duff. Um, so that, again, is also Sunday the 31st of March, which seems to be um, a, a day of of racing uh, across the country. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, 10K Milton Duff. Again, um, you can enter online for that up until midnight 
on the 27th this coming Wednesday um, and they are also actually taking entries on the day nice. um, first come first served so yeah I had a quick scan of the entry list for that actually there seems to be a, a decent kind of um, north contingent north I, I've north. seen um, James Espy on the entry list really interesting uh, I don't know whether he's um, yeah, whether he's going to run but that's another well, after his big so run. that'll be that'll be what I mean um, three weeks after two weeks yeah, so we're we're speaking like what maybe two two road races in three weeks yeah. for, for a, a yeah, header bash in Hill Run. Side of that's, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, yeah you know, scenes. Interesting. But, uh, you know, he's maybe maybe just on the entry, but right. I definitely saw his name. So we'll we'll see. And uh, yeah, three yeah. k on the green. Three k on. The you ever green. done that? Nope. I'd imagine it's a similar setup to our proms races. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, last Friday of the month rather than first Friday. First of the Friday month. month yeah. yeah. So that's on Friday twenty ninth. That's this um, Friday, okay. Glasgow Green, I think it's uh, you know, turn up and pay your two grand and, job, yeah. and enter basically. Um, but yeah, very similar to our proms, I think. Mm-hmm. So if you're after a, a Friday blast on on this Friday, uh, go for it. So actually, plenty of options for you. We always give, we always say there's not enough notice for listeners. This weekend, you can rock up to the Alwa Half and enter. You can enter tonight or whenever you listen to it this week. You can rock up to Milton Duff for a 10k, or you can rock up to Glasgow Green on Friday. So. Yeah, um, if you if you can get there on a lunchtime, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and if you yeah, can find true. if you can find yeah. if you can find Milton Duff, I mean I have no idea, but you know our <laughs> our Metro proms. I once suggested that we move that to uh, a Friday night. I thought that'd be nice because I suddenly struggled to get away to get all the way down for at lunch. Yeah, and honestly, you thought I'd shot, I'd like, done, I'd like, you know, I'd brought, stolen a car or something. It was that <laughs> that terrible thing I'd suggested. So apparently, change is not a good thing in some circles. Yeah. Um, Grand. Anyway, so for the, if you want to get in touch with us, please do. As I say, we are in need of your rants. Uh, TartanRunningShorts at gmail.com is our email address. Uh, Facebook can get us on art at TartanRunningShorts and on Twitter at TartanShorts. So, uh, Cameron, thank you for joining us this week. No bother. It's been a pleasure for you to fill Kyle's shoes. Uh, normal service will resume next week when you can hear the ramblings of <laughs> Kyle Gregg. And his, his, uh, he's got seven hours worth of ramblings. <laughs> I mean, you can only imagine what went through Kyle's mind during that time. It's going to be highly entertaining. But um, yeah, so good luck for you the rest of your season. And you. Thank you. We look forward to the catching up on your results uh, as they come in. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Right, guys. We'll catch you next week. See ya. Cheers. Cheers.